0: section one hundred twenty four of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter nine juris doctor johannes baptista bottinius continued fit place methinks while in this task she rosalie is lost to treat of and repel objection here which frivolous i grant but still, miss gives my mind it may have flitted gadfly-like and teased the court at times, as if all said and done, there still seemed one might nearly say, in a certain acceptation somewhat more of what may pass for insincerity, falsehood throughout the course Pompilia took than befits Christian pagans held we know we always ought to aim at good and truth not always put one thing in the same words non idem semper dicere sed spectare debemus but the pagan yoke was light lie not at all the exacter precept bids each least lie breaks the law is sin ye hold i humble me but venture to submit what prevents sin itself is sinless sure and sin which hinders sin of deeper dye softens itself away by contrast so conceive me little sin by none at all were properly condemned for great but great by greater dwindles into small again now what is greatest sin of womanhood that which unwomans it abolishes the nature of the woman impudence who contradicts me here conceive me then whatever friendly fault may interpose to save the sex from self-abolishment is three parts on the way to virtue's rank now what is taxed here as duplicity feint, wile and trick admitted for the nonce what worse do one and all than interpose hold as it were a deprecating hand statuesquely in the medicean mode before some shame which modesty would veil who blames the gesture prettily perverse thus lest ye miss a point illustrative admit the husband's calumny allow that the wife having penned the epistle fraught with horrors charge on charge of crime she heaped to the head of pietro and violante still presumed her parents and dispatched the thing to their arch-enemy paolo through free choice and no sort of compulsion in the world put case that she discards simplicity for craft denies the voluntary act Declares herself a passive instrument in the hands of Guido, duped by knavery. She traced the characters she could not write, and took on trust the unread sense which read were recognized, but to be spurned at once. Allow this calumny. I reiterate, who is so dull as wonder at the pose of our Pompilia in the circumstance? who sees not that the too ingenuous soul repugnant even at a duty done which brought beneath too scrutinising glare the misdemeanours buried in the dark of the authors of her being she believed stung to the quick at her impulsive deed and willing to repair what harm it worked she wise in this beyond what nero proved who when needs were the candid juvenile should sign the warrant doom the guilty dead would i had never learned to write quoth he pompilia rose above the roman cried to read or write i never learned at all How oh, splendidly mendacious but time fleets let us not linger hurry to the end since end does flight and all disastrously beware ye blame desert for unsuccess disparage each expedient else to praise call failure folly man's best effort fails after ten years resistance troy fell flat Could valor save a town? Troy still had stood. Pompilia came off halting in no point of courage, conduct the long journey through, but nature sank exhausted at the close, and as I said, she swooned and slept all night. Morn breaks and brings the husband. We assist at the spectacle. Discovery succeeds. Ha! how is this what moonstruck rage is here though we confess to partial frailty now to error in a woman and a wife is it by the rough way she shall be reclaimed who bursts upon her chambered privacy what crowd profanes the chaste cubiculum what outcries and lewd laughter, scurril jibe and ribald jest to scare the ministrant good angels that commerce with souls in sleep? Why, had the worst-crowned Guido to his wish confirmed his most irrational surmise, yet there be bounds to man's emotion, checks to an immoderate astonishment? Tis decent horror.' Regulated wrath befit our dispensation Have we back the old pagan license? Shall a Vulcan clap his net of a sudden and expose the pair to the unquenchable universal mirth? a feat antiquity saw scandal in so clearly that the nauseous tale thereof de modocus his nugatory song hath ever been concluded modern stuff impossible to the mouth of the grave muse so foisted into that eighth odyssey by some impertinent pick Oh o thou fool count guido franceschini what were gained by publishing thy shame thus to the world were all the precepts of the wise a waste bred in thee not one touch of reverence why say thy wife admonish we the fool were false and thou bid chronicle thy shame much rather should thy teeth bite out thy tongue dumb lip consort with desecrated brow silence become historiographer and thou thine own cornelius tacitus but virtue bard still leaps the barrier lords still moonlike penetrates the encroaching mist and bursts all broad and bare on night ye know surprised then in the garb of truth perhaps pompilia thus opposed breaks obstacle springs to her feet and stands thalassian pure confronts the foe Nay catches at his sword and tries to kill the intruder he complains why so she gave her lord his lesson back crowned him this time the virtuous woman's way with an exact obedience he brought sword she drew the same since swords are meant to draw tell not me tis sharp play with tools on edge it was the husband chose the weapon here why did not he inaugurate the game with some gentility of apothem still pregnant on the philosophic page some captivating cadence still a lisp o the poet's lyre such spells subdue the surge make tame the tempest much more mitigate the passions of the mind and probably had moved pompilia to a smiling blush no he must needs prefer the argument of the blow she obeyed in duty bound returned him buffet ratiocinative ay in the reasoner's own interest for wife must follow whither husband leads vindicate honour as himself prescribes save him the very way himself bids save no question but who jumps into a quag should stretch forth hand and pray one pull me out by the hand such were the customary cry but guido pleased to bid leave hand alone join both feet rather jump upon my head i extricate myself by the rebound and dutifully as enjoined she jumped drew his own sword and menaced his own life anything to content a wilful spouse end of section one hundred twenty four